Oh God, I think I should probably turn that off. Um, hi, uh, welcome back. Uh, <laughs> I'm on my way through to London. Guess where I'm going? Uh, the Freedom Fridge. That's pretty much the only place I'm gigging other than my own gig these days. And I'm not really doing this one that often. Uh, I haven't caught up with you for a while, so I'm not sure what I last spoke about. It was probably the Comedy in the Crown gig that went really well. Uh, yeah, that was a good night. We had so many people there. Um, so we've done uh, probably two more since then. I'm not sure what date that was. I think we've done two more since then. And uh, the one straight off the back of it, the following week, we, we had maybe five or six audience members come in and my god it was a slog of a show not because the acts were weren't as good because they were they were just as good as the as the week before but it just I, I think they weren't laughing out loud because there were less people I mean this isn't including the acts because you kind of hope that they're going to be supportive since they've come to the gig and they've come a long way and what have you but uh, if five people are laughing or say half of five people are laughing, that's not very loud. But if half of 40 people are laughing, that's quite good still. And usually the other half kind of get on board with it. So it's, it's just a lot harder when there's smaller numbers. But it's still still quite useful and still enjoy doing it. In fact, I, I did the usual thing of looking back at the video afterwards, which I wasn't gonna do. And even though it was really hard at the time, Looking back at it, it wasn't anywhere near as bad as it felt. I think there's something about your feelings being amplified that you can't really accurately kind of analyse what's going on while you're doing it. And that's, that goes for even when you're emceeing as well. I think usually when you're emceeing, you kind of, you know if it's going well, but generally speaking, if it doesn't feel good, then it's hard to get through it. So it's quite interesting to look back at the, the video and see that it was it was okay. It wasn't as good as the previous week, um, but it was still, it was fine. Uh, anyway, we did another one just Tuesday gone. It's Thursday today, of course, Freedom Fridge Day. So on Tuesday we did Comedy in the Crown again. And again, we had small numbers. There may be 20 people there with the acts, um, which again is hard. But... Our experiment of doing it every week has been has been good. I think to kind of know that we're going to be there on a Tuesday, you're more likely to get people out. And we get comments from all the acts all the time saying it's highly recommended. People are talking and saying good things about our gig. So that's that's good. That's good. And so if acts are getting stuff out of it, it doesn't matter if we've got a small number of people there. Of course, we want more, but, you know we're working on it so now i'm on my way through to freedom fridge into london i'm a bit late it's 20 20 past seven the show starts at eight so i'm probably going to get there just after it starts or if if andy's a bit late running then maybe get there just as he starts but um i've got some brand new stuff tonight my whole aim for December was to have a brand new Christmas-based set. Because I did this last year. I wrote a, a Christmas Christmas set, uh, which was what would it be like if it really was Christmas every day. And it was it was a it was a good good experience writing that, if you remember. Um, in that I wrote something, didn't know it at all, took it to the stage. 
and actually said something like, oh God, this is just one joke repeated over and over, isn't it? And it essentially is. It's one concept, and then you explore that concept. So it's not it's not really just one joke. That was doing myself uh, an injustice, I, I guess. So what I've done this year is I've... Um, I mean, I've done it today. Ah, let me go back. Uh, Comedy in the Crown, I did some new material there, which was about my mum still believing in Jesus and not believing in Santa and, and, and the parallel of that and Santa Claus that doesn't really exist at all. Uh, so that was quite fun. And then I did this other thing where I played this track that I'd found online, which was Mariah Carey and uh, All I Want For Christmas... And every time she sings Christmas, it gets faster. If you check out my Twitter feed, it was on Twitter, and it's one of my retweets from uh, maybe, what date is it now? Beginning of December, anyway. Um, But what I did was I introduced this, and I didn't credit it as someone else's, and I felt terrible afterwards. So that's inspired me to write a set about that song, which is a very popular, a very well-played, high-circulation hit... Uh, around Christmas time and so what I've done is I've written a set about how hideous the song actually is Uh, it's nowhere near good enough but I think there's bits in there which make it work so I'm going to try that tonight and uh, and see how it goes I don't know I've got the Christmas comedy in the crown gig which I think is my only other gig in December now and that's on the 21st of December and so I'm going to try and do some of this material then because it'll be new for new people. Uh, so, so that should be quite fun. And I'm emceeing that one, so I get to have a little bit of fun at the beginning of each half. And then as long as I've got a little through line for the night, I'm not sure whether it'll be something about Christmas carols or something about a Christmas story or something like that. I don't know. Uh, but as long as I've got something else that I can talk about in each break or talk about the acts or something like that, then that should be a... A lot of fun to do that gig. I'm pretty sure that we'll get a big audience because it's a special event. Um, and the pub are well behind us. We're going to do it for charity as well. So we're going to do a collection. Hopefully there'll be a lot of people there. And we'll raise some money for a charity. So that should be should be quite good. But first things first, I'm going to try and do this brand new set tonight. Uh, and then analyse how, how it works and where I need to change it. So that it's ready for, for that gig. So... Well, wish me luck. Germany. He came over here to entertain us. 
on my way home again. Do you know what? I just love the Freedom Fridge. It's such a nice gig. Andy Onions is a gent. Oh, tonight he was he was high on Sudafed. He's been uh, not very well, uh, but he, he was he was very strange. It was uh, Andy Onions at half speed, but I really enjoyed it. It's really nice, really endearing the way he was doing it. It was good, <laughs> and he did his PowerPoint PowerPointless set which was just odd seeing it at that speed. New stuff that I'd not seen as well, so that was really, really good. Uh, yeah, so I did my new stuff, and, uh, well, yeah, got some good bits in it. That's the thing, you have to try it out to figure out the bits that are not going to work and the bits that need a joke. And I realised straight away that there was a, a joke missing from the start. Uh, I play a track, uh, All I Want For Christmas track, which is a cover version, and ask the audience who it is. They all say Mariah Carey, or not, uh, they did tonight. And then there was no real joke after that, so I need to put one in. I've already thought of one. It's great. So there you go. The set's already going to be a bit better. Uh, it's a bit flabby. It's a bit bit too much, too many words, too long without jokes, things that aren't jokes, and... Oh, it's, there's, there's stuff in there though. There's stuff. There's, there were some really good laughs. Like the start, said something about Beyonce, and that worked really well. Played a couple of bits of the Beyonce song. A few years ago, Beyonce, when she was still in Destiny's Child, she sang this. That was on the eighth day of Christmas. My baby gave to me a pair of Chloe shades and a. Diamond belly ring. That's quite an upgrade from eight maids of milk. So that was good. Uh, but overall, it's it's definitely got potential. Definitely. Uh, so I'm gonna look at the video and really kind of pick out the bits that work on it. And if I can just hone it down a little bit, it'll be really quite strong. I think I'm quite happy with that. It's always nice to come out of a, a gig having done brand new material. Essentially, it was all new material, apart from the opening bit, which, uh, again, I did on Tuesday, and then I just pared it down a little bit to make it a bit slicker. So, pretty much all brand new material this week, and um, some, a good chunk of it is, is, is good to use. So, I'm really happy with that. That's, that's good. So, the only other thing to actually say before I go is I may very well be doing the Edinburgh Festival, um, I, I said that I will do it. I have to figure out the logistics to make it work now. And the wife is actually on board with it, amazingly. I didn't think this would ever happen. She's not 100% on board, but she's making the right noises. And I just need to work on that a bit. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to do... I'm going to do it with Rachel and another guy who I don't know very well, but I know of, who's called Lucas Jolson who Rachel knows very well. She was in a, a semi-final with him when she first started, the Amused Moose semi-final. Uh, so she knows him quite well, gigs with him fairly frequently. And we're going to split an hour, so that means I need almost 20 minutes of solid material by August. Now, my, my reckoning, I've probably got maybe... Well, it depends if I do my music set. It seems like I can do these music sets. So it doesn't necessarily need to be seven years set, because by then the song is very old. 
but if I, if I work on it, I'll be able to do another one. Um, so I've got, I've got 10 minutes easy at the moment. Not great, great stuff. Not the sort of stuff I want to showcase. But I, if, I, if I gig a lot more, then I should be able to easily up that to 15 without a lot of trouble and make it quite solid. So then I just need a couple more minutes and I'm there. Uh, obviously, you know, Rachel, if you're listening to this, I'm going to be working extremely hard trying to write some new solid killer material because you want more than you need and that's what I'm going to be doing. So, yeah, we're going to try and do the first week of August and I think Ed Fringe starts on the 4th of August. So the 4th to the 11th, I think I'm going to be up there. Exciting, really looking forward. I've not been to the to the festival for that long before. I've only ever done a couple of days at a time. So that'll be that'll be amazing. I really hope that this all comes together and that I well I need to quit my job basically for it to work. But let's see. That's that's for another podcast. A depressing podcast. I'll catch you later. <laughs>